Innal hamdalillah nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruh wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyiati a'malina man yahdihillahu fala mudilla wa man yudlil fala hadiyalah wa ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا أيها الذين آمنوا تقول الله حق تقاته ولا تموتون إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس تقول ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجال كثير ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا تقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار. Indeed, the praises for Allah. We praise Him. We seek His help and we seek His forgiveness. We seek refuge with Allah from the evils that are within ourselves and from our bad deeds. Whomsoever Allah guides, there's no one that can lead this person astray. And whomsoever Allah leads astray, there is no guide for him. I bear witness that none has the right to be worshipped except for Allah who is alone with our partners. And I bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is the servant of Allah and the last messenger to all of mankind. O you who believe, fear Allah with the right that he should be feared with. And do not die unless you are Muslims. O mankind, fear your Lord, who has created you from a single person, and from that person created his mate, and from them to scatter countless men and women throughout the earth. And fear Allah from who you demand your mutual rights, and do not cut off the relations with the wombs that have bore you. Indeed, Allah is a watcher over you. O you who believe, fear Allah, and say that which is correct and upright, in order that Allah may rectify for you your deeds and forgive you of your sins. And whomsoever obeys Allah and His Messenger has achieved a tremendous achievement. As to what follows, certainly the most truthful speech is the Book of Allah, and the best guidance is the guidance of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And the most evil of the affairs are the newly invented matters in the religion. And every newly invented matter in the religion is innovation, and every innovation is going astray, and every going astray is in the hellfire. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions, لَوْ أَنَّ أَهْلَ الْقُرَىٰ آمَنُوا وَاتَّقُوا لَفَتَحْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ بَرَكَاتٍ مِّنَ السَّمَاءِ وَالْأَرْضِ That if the people of the towns and the villages, had they believed, and had they observed the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, 
Allah, he mentions that he would have opened up upon them the blessings from the heavens as well as the blessings from the earth. The scholars, they mention Iman and Taqwa are the two things that bring about the risk, the provisions from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we believe with our hearts, and when we observe the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our daily lives, doing that which Allah has commanded us to do, fulfilling the obligation that Allah has placed upon us from the five daily prayers, and other than that, from the obligations. And when we stay away from the things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prohibited, these two matters bring about the blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our lives. So it's befitting for the believer to believe with true belief and sincere belief. And it's befitting for the believer to practice Islam in his or her daily life. And from these matters comes the barakat min Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But when the people do not believe, and when the people do not observe the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is an obstacle that is in the way of the blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reaching us. At times, we block our own blessings. At times, we are the cause for the blessings not to reach us due to the weakness of faith, due to the lack of taqwa, these things are detrimental to the believers. And every one of us, we are in need of the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is how we survive in this dunya, with the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon us. This is how we get through the hardships and the trials and tribulations of this life, by way of the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon us. So it is a must that we take care of our iman. It is a must that we observe the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah he mentioned, وَلَكِنْ كَذَّبُوا فَأَخَدْنَاهُمْ بِمَا كَانُوا يَكْسِبُونَ However, they belied. So we seize them due to that which they have earned. Meaning, the disbelievers of old the disbelievers in the villages and the towns that the messengers were sent to, when they denied and belied the message that Allah sent the messengers with, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He seized them with a punishment due to their denial and their rejection of faith, due to them not observing the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah punished them for not having iman and not having taqwa. So if we traverse upon that path of denying the message that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he came with. And his message is a message for all of mankind. The message of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is a universal message. If we deny this universal message that he came with from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and we refuse to live 
our lives upon righteousness and piety, then we are subjecting ourselves to be punished by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He is kind and He is generous and merciful to the believers. And if we want that kindness from Allah, the mercy from Allah, the forgiveness of Allah, it's very important that we maintain our iman. It's very important that we maintain the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because there is a mercy that's general for all of creation, but then there is a mercy that Allah has that's specifically for those who believe. We want the specific mercy. For the general mercy, everyone gets that. Human beings, animals, everyone, everything in creation receives the general mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But the specific mercy, the mercy that entails the guidance, the mercy that entails the protection of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the aid and the help of Allah, the forgiveness of the sins, the mercy that entails dying upon Islam and entering into the paradise in the hereafter, that's only for the believers. That's a specific mercy. Because Allah Azza wa Jal, He's Rahim. For the believers, that mercy is a specific mercy. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bestow upon us this specific mercy. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wa salatu wa salam ala ashraf al-anbiya wal-mursaleen Wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'een amma ba'd Allah Azza wa Jal, he mentions Ma yaftahillahu lil-nasi min rahmatin Fala mumsik laha That whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Has opened up of mercy For mankind there is no one that can withhold that mercy. When Allah blesses you with a blessing, no one can take that blessing away from you. No one can withhold from you that which Allah has decreed for you of good. So whenever we receive the good, praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't think that it's from yourself. The blessing is from Allah. وَمَا بِكُمْ مِنْ نِعْرَةٍ فَمِنَ اللَّهِ and whatever you have of a blessing is from Allah. Be grateful. And know that no one can stop your blessings. Because Allah is the one who has given you the blessings. And likewise, And whatever Allah withholds from you, whatever Allah subhanahu withholds from an individual, there's no one that can force Allah to give it to the people. No one can give you that which Allah has decreed you will not get or receive. What does this teach us? This teaches us that Allah controls all affairs. So we must turn to Him. And we must seek the mercy from Him. And seek the blessings from Him. And our hearts must be attached to Allah and not the dunya. Attach your heart to the one who owns the dunya. Not the dunya itself. 
When you attach yourself to the one who owns the dunya, meaning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah will give to you. Allah will give to you. He will give you the true richness. And that true richness is self-content. Being one who is content with the decree of Allah, your soul is at ease. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned, لَيْسَ الْغِنَى أَنْ كَثْرَةَ الْعَرَضُ وَلَكِنْ الْغِنَى غِنَى النَّفْسِ True richness is not having a lot of material possessions. But true richness is having a soul that is content. When your soul is at ease and content with what Allah has decreed, you are a rich person. Even if you don't have any monetary wealth, you're still a rich person according to the statement of the Prophet Muhammad But beware. Don't be a person that Allah is blessing, but yet you are ungrateful and you are disobeying Allah, even though Allah is giving to you. The scholars of the past, they viewed this as the person he is being set up for punishment. Abu Hazm al-Madini, rahimahullah, he said, إِذَا رَأَيْتَ رَبَّكْ when you see that your Lord is giving you his blessings one after another, while at the same time you are disobeying him, beware. Your Lord is giving you the blessings, but you're not praying as you're supposed to. Your Lord is giving you the blessings. You're not staying away from the haram as you're supposed to. Your Lord is continuously giving you blessing after blessing after blessing. What is the response of the individual? Disobedience of Allah. The scholars say, beware. Beware. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he mentioned, إِذَا رَعَيْتَ اللَّهِ يُعْتِي الْعَبْدِ مِنَ الدُّنْيَا مَا يُحِبْ the Prophet ﷺ, he mentioned, when you see that Allah is giving to the servant from the dunya that which he loves, while at the same time the servant is established, he's, his life is a life of disobedience. He's disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continuously. The Prophet sallallahu he mentioned, فَإِنَّمَا ذَلِكَ مِنْهُ That is only Allah setting the individual up for punishment. If an individual is living a bad life, but blessings are coming to him, that's not Allah being pleased with the individual. That's Allah setting the person up for punishment. And that's the worst type of punishment. That a person is punished and he doesn't even realize he's being set up for punishment. Then the Prophet ﷺ recited the statement of Allah. So when they forgot that which they were reminded of. We open up upon them the doors to everything. Meaning Allah, the people who forgot Allah, 
The people who forgot the Iman, forgot the taqwa of Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He opened up the blessings upon them, the worldly blessings. So now these people are blinded because the dunya is coming to them even though they're disobeying Allah. So they think they're in a good situation. So when they were happy and pleased with that which they were given, Allah says, we seize them with a punishment and they are in the state of despair of any mercy afterwards. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives the believer the opportunity to make tawbah day and night. Don't remain in a state of sin and disobedience. Even if you see that good is coming to you while you're disobeying Allah, don't be deceived by that. Because that can only be Allah setting you up for the punishment. So what is upon us to do whenever we sin, whenever we make mistakes, and all of us we make mistakes. No one in this masjid is free from sin. We must make tawbah. We must turn to Allah and ask Allah to forgive us. We must turn to Allah and complain to Allah against our own selves. Ask Allah to make us stronger in our faith. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us upright and righteous. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from those who are grateful. But don't remain upon sin. And don't think that everything is okay. Just because you're financially stable. Just because your business deal went through. But are you praying? Are you fasting Ramadan? Are you paying your zakat? Are you doing the things that you are responsible for as a Muslim? Your business deal going through is not an indication in itself that Allah is pleased with you. That can be istidraj. That the person is being gradually set up to be punished by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But again, as the scholars mentioned, this is the worst type of punishment. Where the person is blinded and he doesn't even see the punishment coming. And it just comes to him all of a sudden. And then once it comes, he has no hope of getting out of the punishment. So the Prophet was warning us here. Being a servant who is receiving blessings from Allah, but yet he is consistently disobedient to Allah. The Prophet is warning against this. And Allah he mentioned, Allah warns you about himself. Allah warns us about his punishment. Throughout the Qur'an, the punishment of Allah is mentioned. Yes, Allah is Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim, Al-Ghafur. Allah is the most merciful, the bestower of mercy, the all-forgiving. But Allah is also Shadid Al-Iqab. He's also severe in His punishment. So do not allow the worldly blessings to deceive us, to make us think that it's okay to be disobedient to Allah. As long as we have a good job, we are alright. As long as we have a home, we okay. But we don't care about how we purchase the home. We don't care about how we earn our living. Or we know that the money is there, the home is there, the riches are there. But yet we are not praying, yet we are not fasting, yet we are not staying away from the haram. Beware of the istadraj. Because when Allah seizes a people and punishes them, He doesn't release them.
until he wills or if he wills. So we don't want to be in that position to where we are in a state of despair from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from amongst those who hear a good word and follow it. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us amongst those who are grateful for his blessings. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from amongst the people of Iman and Taqwa. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from being amongst the people of sin and transgression. Aqulu qawli hadha astaghfirullahi wa lakum wa subhanaka allahumma bihamdik ashadu an la ilaha ila anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Aqimu salam.